I'm Reverend J. Stewart Glover, and you are listening to Faith Talk. One of the rising realities in our world today is that people are turning away, even running away from God. When I say people, I mean both young and old. In some churches around the country, there is a decline in attendance. Parents and unfortunately, their children are choosing to stay home. Now, this message is is not intended to be framed as a chastisement or condemnation. It is a message of encouragement. So this story of Jonah is a story, a well-known story, in which we see the character of Jonah, who, yes, he actually deliberately and intentionally ran away from God. But we also see the character of God who loves, cares for, and doesn't give up on Jonah. At the end of the day, and very simply put, we will see that in this life, rather than being swallowed up by our own resistance to God, it's better, it's wiser for us to listen, to hear and respond to the voice of a faithful, caring, and loving God. So this story begins with Jonah actually hearing from God. The Bible says that the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, and said, Go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it, because its wickedness has come up before me. So Jonah hears the voice of God that tells him to go to a particular people and preach a message of repentance to them because these people were some evil folk doing some very bad things. Jonah didn't like these people. There are scholarly contributions that suggest that the people of Nineveh had actually killed Jonah's father. So instead of listening to God, the Bible tells us in verse 3, it says that Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed for Tarshish. He went down to Joppa where he found a ship bound for that port. And after paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed for Tarshish to flee from the Lord to flee from the Lord. Jonah decided that he didn't want to do what God told him to do. So he packed his bags. He left town. He went to another city. And in that city, he found a boat that he could get on that would take him even further away from where he was when he first heard God's voice and instruction. I guess he didn't realize that God is with us no matter where we try to run and hide. Changing our geographical location doesn't change God's ability to see us or to speak to us. Changing our location doesn't change God's character. And it certainly doesn't change his love for you. The funny thing here is that as modern day believers, we do know that God lives within us. 
we can't run away from a God who lives within us. But Jonah tried his best to run away from God. And guess what happened? Jonah got on the boat and they headed out on the water. Jonah ran into trouble out on the water. The Bible says that there was a a great wind on the sea and such a violent storm that arose that the ship threatened to break up. All the sailors were afraid and each cried out to his own God and they threw the cargo into the sea to lighten the ship. So everybody started panicking, crying out to God, throwing stuff overboard, trying to save the ship, trying to lighten the load. And what's Jonah doing during this terrible, life-threatening storm? Jonah had gone below deck, where he lay down and fell into a deep sleep. Now, for me, this sleeping represented more than closing his eyes and getting some rest. Yes, he laid down and closed his eyes, but Jonah had also closed his ears to the voice of God. He hardened his heart to the will of God for his life. Jonah was so caught up in the idea of running away from God and living life on his own terms that he checked out of the story and fell into a deep sleep. Now, as a side note, I know that lately some folks have weaponized the term woke. They took it away from its original application and have used it to defend and support their own ideology. But Jonah wasn't woke. He was dead sleep, unconscious. He was not aware of what was going on around him. He was unaware. He was blinded by his own insensitivities, oblivious to the suffering going on all around him, inattentive. He wasn't in his right mind. He didn't care about God or the well-being of anyone else. So when we try to push God aside, when we close our ears to the voice of God, when we close our minds to the wisdom of God, we fall into a deep sleep. We end up swallowed up in a world of our own. And we have difficulty being able to tell right from wrong. But getting back to the story, the captain of the ship found Jonah. The captain went to him and said, how can you sleep? Get up and call on your God. Maybe he will take notice of us so that we will not perish. The men on the boat questioned Jonah about who he was and what he had done. Jonah gets up and confessed. He felt guilty. He said it was all because of his running away from God that this trouble came upon them. So he tells them, pick me up and throw me into the sea, he replied, and it will become calm. I know that it's my fault that this great storm has come upon us. The men on the boat heard Jonah 
and they prayed about it. And after they prayed, very quickly they throw, threw Jonah overboard into the raging deep, cold and dark waters. They blamed him for the trouble and threw him into the sea, hoping that the storm would calm down. So now Jonah is in the water, thinking that he was about to die, but that's not how the story ends. God, the same God who Jonah was running from, was at work in the storm. The Bible says that now the Lord provided a huge fish to, to swallow Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights. So now we are at the point in the story where God rescues Jonah by causing a great fish to swallow him up and save him from drowning. Now I can think of other ways of how I would have liked to have been rescued other than being swallowed up by a ginormous fish. I, I would have preferred perhaps a, a passerby on a motorboat, on a jet ski, or maybe Navy SEALs in a helicopter. But God sent a fish to swallow up Jonah. Now, when we were all in school, we learned a little bit about the digestive system, the process of breaking down the food and drawing nutrients from the broken down food and then the body getting rid of what it can't use. This digestive process begins in the mouth. Your food first begins to be broken down by you chewing up your food. Then it gets swallowed down your throat into the esophagus and into your stomach where the nutrients are drawn and distributed. And that's not the end of the digestive process, but I'll rest right there. And that's what happened to Jonah. But Jonah didn't get chewed up. He got swallowed up. And this is the first time the Bible talks about Jonah as being swallowed up. But I would suggest to you that this is the second time Jonah is swallowed up. The first time he was swallowed up by his own ideas. He was swallowed up by his own resistance to God. His mind was consumed and he was swallowed up by the idea of running away from God. He was devoured by his own thinking as he pressed on to get away from God. But now, in the belly of this fish, with seaweed still wrapped around his head, being knocked around inside this fish, I can imagine the foul smell. And I can imagine that his skin began to tingle and burn. Jonah was soaking wet, not only in water, but he was covered in the digestive fluids in the fish's belly that would now begin to break down and eat away his flesh. But here's the news. It wasn't only his fleshly body that would begin to break down. But his arrogance against God began to be dismantled. His attitude about running away from God began to break down. In the fish that God sent to rescue Jonah, Jonah, out of desperation, found time to pray. He realized that he had been saved from drowning, but there was a new sense of urgency 
And the same God that he was running from, now he was running to in prayer. As he was now rescued out of the water, he prayed a prayer of thanksgiving for being saved from drowning. And he acknowledged that God was saving him in his desperation. The Bible says, in my distress, I called to the Lord and he answered me. From deep in the realm of the dead, I called for help. And you listened to my cry. The engulfing waters threatened me. The deep surrounded me. Seaweed was wrapped around my head. But you, Lord, my God, brought my life up from the pit. So God heard Jonah again. God rescued Jonah again. And the Lord commanded the fish and it vomited Jonah onto dry land. And then God speaks to Jonah again. Basically saying, Jonah, let's try this whole thing again. Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. Go to the great city of Nineveh and proclaim to it the message I give you. And after all of this, Jonah gets on board with God's plan. Jonah obeyed the word of the Lord, and he went to the city that God told him to go to the first time. So here's the crux of this message of encouragement. God really wants us to avoid that type of storm. God's desire for us is that we never position ourselves to run away from God. After all, look what happened to Jonah. In my opening, I mentioned that people all across the country are staying home from church. And the attendance rosters in churches all over the country show that there is a decline, especially in our young people coming out to church, coming out to Sunday school. But when you don't nourish your spiritual life with the Word of God, when your prayer life declines, when you isolate yourself from fellowship with your faith family, you open the door for all sorts of things to swallow you up and lead you into a storm of desperation and hopelessness. We want to avoid that type of storm by nurturing our relationship with God and with God's people. Jesus came to demonstrate God's love for us. And the appropriate response is not running away. You have been listening to Faith Talk. I'm Reverend J. Stewart Glover. I would encourage you to visit the website at www.reverendjstuartglover.com where you can sign up to be a recipient of our email notifications. You can register to be a guest on an upcoming episode and you can reach out to me directly by email and even leave a voicemail. Thank you for being part of our listening audience which is growing day by day, globally, internationally, and we appreciate those who take the time to listen. Thank you and God bless you.